the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Incoming Ryan McLeod reaction episode. Better late than never. Welcome. It's favorite. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup drawer. Bag milk. This yeah. is Ceases. 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 Yeah. Ceases. Only, it's only game. Tyler, you'll rep check. This is so... Fucking sexy. Baba Bowie. Ceases. Baba Bowie. Fucking Anton Lander. It's yeah! Let's go, baby! A better late than never. This is so fucking sexy. Let's turn it down. Let's get to work. I let the intro play out. I was having fun pushing buttons. Welcome, welcome, welcome. A reaction episode of Better Late Than Ever. I like doing these. I like when I get to do these because it means something happened. And generally, when something happens, it's fun. Whether we like the move or whether we hate the move, it's generally fun. It's generally interesting. I even like getting mad about shit. But today, there is nothing to be mad about because the Edmonton Oilers announced this morning that they had re-signed Ryan McLeod to a one-year contract with a very team-friendly total of $798,000. Hello? Who's that? A value contract? Well, you gotta like that, right? You gotta like that. Of course, I gotta give a shout out to the audio department. They are the title sponsor of the podcast, so I give them a shout out at the beginning of the reaction episode. Got it? Theaudiodepartment.ca. Go check them out. Get yourself some studio time because the audio department works to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. Theaudiodepartment.ca. That's where you need to be. So I'm just excited about Ryan McLeod. When I saw this news come through today, I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. It's one of those deals that on this podcast, at least, we've been talking about it for weeks, months. 
don't remember. When did we start talking about Ryan McLeod? I feel like we've been doing it forever now. And it's just like, where's the McLeod deal? 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 And then I heard from a little birdie a little while ago that this deal was basically done. They just needed to figure out what the cap moves were going to be. So I guess that makes me nervous, but we'll get to that in a second. First, I want to talk about Ryan McLeod because this is a guy that I ultimately think is, like dad, part of the solution. Since being drafted 40th overall at the 2018 NHL draft, McLeod has just kind of worked his way through the system and done it impressively. Mississauga Steelhead, Got a taste with the Bakersfield Condors in the playoffs in 2018-19. Got traded to the Saginaw Spirit. More time with the Condors. Made his way to the Swiss League in 2020-21 during the weird COVID thing. Like, who's going to play where? Can they even play? Some guys are playing in Europe. Some guys aren't playing at all. McLeod went over and did it. 2020-21, when he did come back to the Condors, he got 14 goals, 14 assists for 28 points in 28 games. He was a point-per-game guy down with the Condors. That gave him his first taste of NHL action in 2020, 21 with the Oilers. Last year, he made the leap to a full-time NHL player, 2021-22. A cup of coffee with the Condors last year. Seven games played in the AHL, but he did not go back. What I learned from Ryan McLeod is that he fucking hates Bakersfield. He hates Bakersfield so much that he never wants to go back there again because I just don't think he's gonna. 71 games played with the Oilers last year, 9 goals, 12 assists for 21 points. In the playoffs, 16 games played, 3 goals, 1 assist for 4 points. Again, Ryan McLeod is part of the solution when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers. How they got him done on a deal that's you know, I don't understand really how the bonuses work, so I'm just going to say this, and if you're listening and go, that's not how those bonuses work or the cap works, dummy. Like, I don't want to hear it. But what I'm going to say is, last year, the cap hit for Ryan McLeod was 834, 834000 This year, his contract, unless there's some bonuses in there that I don't really understand, which, again, I just admitted. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand how this works, but unless there's some bonuses in there, how did he get a pay cut? I don't know how that works. I really don't. But whatever, it doesn't matter. It's a very team-friendly deal. So I'm going to check out what that means for the cap situation because now I'm starting to get nervous. According to the folks at Puckpedia, I'm going to read this through, okay? Because there's it's complicated. There's math. They've done the math. They've taken a guess at how the other is going to get cap compliant. We'll see if this works. Let me know if this works for you. With Ryan McLeod at 790,000, the Oilers' projected roster includes 21 healthy players, 12 forwards, 7D, 2 goalies, with Holloway plus one of Malone or McKegg on the roster. This assumes Samorikov, Shore, and one of Derek Ryan or Matthias Janmark gets waived or sent down. Clefbaum and Smith will go to the LTIR, which means they can exceed the cap by $6.367 million. The Oilers would have $165 less than that. Let me give you a moment of pause to work that out in your own brain, because I also have to do the same. Let's think about this, okay? Let's think about this. I'm going to put some music on while we think. Is that enough time? Do you need more time? This used to be the intro music, and I kind of like it. I need to mix this in more. Okay, we're getting distracted. Here's the thing. 
I don't, I, I can appreciate Puckpedia's math here. And if the Oilers did it this way and had $165 under the cap, that is very funny to me. That is one Bobby Nix burger with the fries. That would be hilariously close. So it's doable on a 21-man roster, but I can't see a scenario where Matthias Yanmark gets waived or sent down. I just can't. Sure, I could see it. Derek Ryan, I could even see it. Although, those guys, they seem to, like, coach as be at Woodcroft or before them tip it. Seems to trust those guys with, like, in terms of situational use. Like, both of those guys, Ryan and Shore, I'm talking about, are penalty killers. Yanmark, I believe, also kills penalties. So, I think that maybe one of those three gets sent down. Maybe two. I just I can't see it being Matthias Yanmark. I just can't see it being him. And I can't see them favoring Malone or McKeg over Shore, Ryan, or Yanmark also. So again, Pogpedia doing the math here. They're doing it for me because I am not smart enough to do it. I just, I don't know that that's going to be the way the Oilers go. I'm still worried about a trade. And we're going to get through, we're going to go through some of the roster here in the next couple of minutes. But that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about it. Uh, further to McLeod's contract, the one-year $798,000 deal, first reported by TSN's Ryan Rashog, has him still a restricted free agent next year, but he will have arbitration rights and a $838,000 qualifying offer. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Again, this is according to Puckpedia.com. The $798,000 deal for McLeod, as discussed with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now, likely means the opening roster of 21 includes Holloway, one of Malone and McKegg, and Broberg. So that is just Puckpedia. Again, they're doing their guessing. They're doing their cap 
cap dancing. Huh? Why is there not a site called cap dancing? Maybe I should start one. Maybe I should start one. I don't know how to program. I don't know how to code. Don't steal my idea. Cap dancing is excellent. All right, so the Oilers have to get cap compliant somehow, unless they're doing the, the, the roster shuffle that Puckpedia says, which, I mean, they could, because that way nobody has to get traded, which I like, obviously. But looking at the roster, let's assume now that Puckpedia is incorrect, which I'm not going to bet against Hart. Hart knows his shit. He talks to agents all the time over there, so I'm not going to bet against him. But if the trade route is the way they're going... I'm looking at a couple of characters, and I don't think it's very nice. I don't think it's very nice at all. The first one, obviously, Yesapuliarvi signed a one-year contract for $3 million bucks at 24 years old. He had 36 points last year. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. I just, I don't want it. That's how I feel. That's how I feel when t- people talk about trading Jesse. On the back of a down year. It's just like a slap. (laughs) That's so stupid. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm just a guy that's trying to figure this out. All right, I'm getting distracted with the button. So I'm just going to leave the button bar alone. I'm getting distracted. So my first option for a trade, unfortunately, is yes, a Pugliarvi. I think it's a bad idea. I'm going to put that out there right now. I think it's a bad idea. Only It's only game. Why you have to be mad? The reason that would make me mad, Briz, is because I believe in Yessa. I believe that what we saw at the beginning of last year before COVID and before the injury is more indicative of what we've got as a player there than what we had late in the season. I think he's going to have a good year. And it would be a real bummer to trade him before the season starts because you have to get cap compliant. And then he goes somewhere else and does what I believe he will do. Even if he's contributing 15 to 20 on the new team, again, assuming the trade, that is going to be a real bummer for me, especially because the return would be nothing more than a pick that can't help now unless that's also flipped in a separate trade. I don't like it. Yesterday, they were talking about Warren Fogle flipping over to the right side, even though he had predominantly played on the left wing all of last year. Now, he did have some experience playing on the right side in Carolina, or at least that's what I've read. This just reminds me, and if you're old enough, you'll remember, this reminds me of another Hurricanes player that came to town, Eric Cole. He had always played on the right side on his off wing, always, but the Oilers tried to flip him to the other side thinking that it would work to plug a hole in the depth chart. It just doesn't work that way. So if your answer is trying to flip Warren Fogle to the other side and expecting him to have a better season, we're going to be here a year from now being like, I can't believe that thing that never works didn't work. There's going to be a lot of people that go, I don't understand why Warren Fogle couldn't play on the off wing. He doesn't really do it, but like, I can't understand why. The NHL's hard, man. The NHL's hard. And... Flipping guys' positions that they're not yet generally used to, that's not great. So another trade potential is Warren Fogle. I don't think it happens. The relationship he has with all of like the leadership group, we saw the photos from Ontario this, this offseason. They were all hanging out. They were all practicing. They were all training together. I don't think Warren Fogle is going to get traded, even though I think based on his salary being 250 k less than Yessa's, and he produced 10 le- fewer points, even though Yessa, everybody says, had a down year. To me, he's a more likely target. And I feel bad picking on him because I actually like Warren Fogle. He does a lot of things well. And I hope in his second year with the Oilers is a better one. And if he's still here, uh, Puckpedia had Derek Ryan listening on his potential wave 
crew. So that would save a little bit of money. He makes $1.25 million. Matthias Janmark also makes $1.25 million. He's six years younger than Derek Ryan. If I was to choose, I'd probably, I'd probably keep Janmark, wouldn't you? He's got more upside, I think. He had a really bad year in Vegas last year, but I think that he's got more upside than a Derek Ryan would. I don't know. Devin Shore, he's also an option. But as we saw in the playoffs, world's greatest cheerleader. World's greatest cheerleader. Although with Devin Shore, it does make it a little odd that Kevin... Uh, 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 what's his name? Ken Holland signed him to a two-year contract last year. You don't normally do that with depth players like that, but way she goes sometimes, you know? Way she goes. Looking at the defensive group, I don't see anybody here moving up. Unless they do a Tyson Berry kind of move, where yesterday, it was circling Twitter. If you have Twitter, you probably saw it. That How could you not? That Jacob Chitrin from Arizona is still available. Like, he doesn't want to go through the rebuild, essentially, was what the tweets that were going around. He's just like, yeah, I'm a team player. I'm a guy who's just like, I'll be here, and I'm going to play hard, and I'm going to battle, but I don't want to be a part of a win. I want to be a part of a winner. I don't want to be a part of a continuous rebuild. And as an Oilers fan, I get that. But if there's a way to get a Jacob Chitrin, you got to go for it. You got to figure out a way to do it. Again, that goes to the cap problems, though. So how do you make that work? Tyson Berry would have to go. I feel like that's kind of a move that probably is going to happen sooner than later anyway, because Evan Bouchard just kind of makes that position redundant a little bit. Maybe not this year, but next year. I don't think you go into next season with both of those guys on the right side. I just I just can't see it. Maybe they give Bouchard another year of development as kind of like, you're the guy now, and see where that goes. But I just, I, I something's got to give here. Something's got to give. On the on the goalies, obviously, we're not moving anybody because at 5.75, that's Campbell and Skinner combined. That's a really good spot for this year in terms of uh, monetary value. Over at Daily Faceoff, Mike McKenna, the goalie expert, former, former NHL goalie, has the Oilers goalie tandem listed at 16th of 32, so dead smack in the middle. I don't know if I buy that, but that's a conversation for another day. That's a conversation for another day. So the really, the interesting thing here that we've got coming down the pipe is how the other is going to get cap compliant unless they do the cap dancing again patent pending that Pogpedia recommended somebody's going to go and i really am worried it's yesy i i don't think i don't think that's the way to do it but i think that's unfortunately probably the way that's the, what's going to happen seeing as it's been telegraphed for months but I'll be I'll I'll rage. Here's here's the promise. If Yesapuliarvi is traded for a pick and that's how we get cap compliant as opposed to doing the Puckpedia route of maybe going a little cap dancing, maybe putting someone on waivers that you didn't necessarily expect. If they go that route and you lose a guy like Yanmark on waivers, you go, "Yeah. I mean, I know he was an Oiler, but we didn't even see him play. Way she goes." It's like Anton Forsberg, remember him? He signed with the Oilers, but he didn't play here. He also got pulled off waivers by like 10 other teams, but that's a different story. If they go the Puckpedia route, you'll be like, okay, I get it. We may have to lose a depth guy. Grand scheme of things doesn't really hurt the team too, too much overall. But if they go the yes for a pick, like we've seen rumored, again, and I, I don't want to get mad about shit that doesn't happen, but this goes back to the Vertanen conversation we had on a different episode of the podcast where it's like, we're seeing these rumor accounts pop this up. And the one that called the Vertanen thing that nobody believed ultimately ended up being right. And the other part of that equation is that he has Yesapuliarvi going to Anaheim or a such team like that with a little bit of space for a second or third round pick. And if that's the move, then it's just terrible, terrible asset management. 
terrible asset management. But we're going to have to wait and see what happens because the Oilers need to make a move somehow. They need to do something to get under the cap before the season starts. Puckpedia has a solution that is very interesting to me. And if he was talking about that with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now, yet whenever he was on the show last, maybe that is the way they go. Because Stoffer doesn't really do that kind of stuff on his show unless there's some semblance of truth to it. Or at least there's a little bit of smoke that could happen. Again, losing a depth player to make this work is so, so much smarter and better. Just a better idea than losing Yessa. But when it comes to Ryan McLeod... I can't believe this is the contract he signed. I thought, I mean, Chris Johnston's and Frank Saravalli's and Elliot Friedman's and all of those guys had him coming in on a one-year deal. So that's not surprising. Although I've said it multiple times, if it worked, if you could find a way to make it work, I would have tried to go eight with him. I would have tried to go eight at like two and a half. You know what I mean? And again, his agent probably would be like, why would my client sign that? That is a terrible idea for him. But that's the route I would have tried to go. Ken Holland even said yesterday would have loved to go two or three years with McLeod, but it just, we're in a spot right now where it can't happen. The good news is he's signed. We're not going to have to wait for him to miss training camp or preseason while they get some kind of cap dancing done. Again, patent pending. I'm glad this is done now, but now the nerves come out. Now the nerves are starting to show up because ultimately it adds some pressure on the organization to make a move to, to, to fix the cap situation. Ryan McLeod at under $800,000, he has done everything he possibly can to help the Oilers get cap compliant. That is an incredibly team-friendly deal on a guy who can be a contributor either as the third-line center or he gets bumped up onto the wings when needed. This is an incredibly team-friendly deal. If I give this a ranking at a 93, it's it's right up there. I'm going to go ahead and give it the uh, Brandon Davidson, the 88 out of 93. That's how good I feel about this deal. The way I would have bumped it up to perfect is if it was longer. But ultimately, I understand the circumstance. Ultimately, you can't always get what you want. But I want to try. And in the case of Ryan McLeod, I'm pumped. I'm pumped today. But ultimately, that makes me nervous about what's to come. Do we have more reaction episodes of Better Late Than Never on the way? You fucking know we will as the Oilers start to make some moves to get this sorted. Puckpedia laid out an option. We may lose a depth player, but the reality is I'm nervous it's going to be a bigger trade than that, and I really, really hope I'm wrong. Let me know in the voicemails, in the comments, just DM me what you thought about the Ryan McLeod deal. I'm giving it the Brandon Davidson out of Nugent Hopkins, and I think you got to take that. I think you got to take that. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.